Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 301. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, the geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. I am Makachan. And I'm Ichigogami. Well, now, I just need to know, due to the snow, who here is drinking besides me? I have to go into work tomorrow, so I can't really. Uh, I might be. <laughs> You... I had my first glass of wine at noon. I am on my fifth beer. Nice. There I'm be- having a real pale Irish person like myself. I. See, I'm on my fifth... <laughs> super excited. See, I'm on my fifth Rolling Rock because when I went to the Rite Aid last night, they're all out of Stellas. Evidently, I wasn't the only one thinking the same damn thing. Irony is a bitch, isn't it? Yeah, it's half irony because only the Weather Channel names names uh, snowstorms. So, because a few people are asking me, how did I know the name? I'm like, uh, Weather Channel. If you watch Weather Channel, they tell you the snowstorm, the names of the snowstorms. But unless you're on Verizon, you don't get the Weather Channel. At least I don't think we don't still don't have it anymore. I don't remember. Well, I don't have TV, and I still knew the name of the storm was Stella. Well, I think it came up on my feed, and then I actually went and looked up the storm because I actually care if I'm going to be snowed in. So... Yeah, I've been checking just about every weather channel thing that you can. Either that, Ichigo is a bit of a weather nerd over there. I might be. But I think a lot of it is too is that I've got family in the weather. I have I have family wizards in my in in my family. Um, I have my my cousin Ryan who used to work with the um, Marines to actually work in their weather. Like um, he either worked in the Marines or the Navy, and he worked actually in Hawaii um, looking for hurricanes. Um, so that was kind of cool. He sounds like he has a much more exciting life than us. <laughs> He's not doing that anymore. He's moved around a little bit, but I'm sure it was pretty exciting. Sounds pretty cool, you know. Can't go wrong with that. If we go over to our chat room at live.bugnetwork.com, uh, Wild Spice, who's in audience mode, says that she's drinking wine and weather channels on direct TV. So, anywho, kicking things off, we are live tonight, week of. March 14, 2017, here on the VOD Network. You're here live Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com, which we had just referenced to not even a minute or two ago. Chat clients such as Merck, Etch, Chat, and Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network where there is information about our site about VOG Network and so forth and there's a link there. If you have one of these default chat clients, it'll bring you directly into the chat. Why are you playing Rock Me Like a Hurricane? I don't know, because Ichigo got me mentioned a hurricane earlier, that's why. I know, that's why I was like, yes! <laughs> I love 
love my 80s hair. <laughs> Honestly, this weather feels like I should be walking around in, in a survival mode in the, in the division. Mm. Only with with less chance of dying from hypothermia. It's still a possibility, though. Uh, it depends on what the type of cold weather gear that you have. You know, knowing me, I ended up dying five minutes in after wearing just the uh, cheap-ass hazmat suit. No, I was just told a story over a weekend with a guy who wore about cold weather gear. It's designed to keep you alive. It ain't designed to keep you warm, but alive. And the dude was wearing it. He was saying one of the guys wore the cold weather gear, sat down, and froze to death in 30 minutes. Huh. Yeah. What a way to go. Not everyone wants to be, lastly, be known as a meat sickle, you know? Mm. Alright, let's go ahead and kick things off. Let me bring up Winamp here. I might have to do a system reboot after the show because it's a little finicky. So, anywho. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Well, um, I guess I could start with my day. My week's been kind of like uh, quiet, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so my day's been kind of icy, as I'm sure many of you other people have been experiencing. Yep. Um, thankfully, um, I'm right outside the D.C. area. The roads and everything were fine by about five in the morning. Um, stuff started to melt, you know, early in the morning. Um, I, I work from home, so I was very easy <laughs> to get around. I didn't have to travel anywhere, but as my husband has to drive into D.C., I was a little bit worried, but he said all the roads were fine. Um, I, you know, people just get really excited about having French toast parties, I think, and that's why everybody freaks out, but... French toast party? <laughs> French toast. I mean, that's why they're buying the milk, the eggs, and the, and the bread, right? French around toast parties. Around- where we call them, we call them having bread sandwiches. Um, th- I have a friend who just called milk them milk sandwiches. sandwiches. Milk yeah, sandwich. yeah, yeah, yeah. Milk sandwiches. I was like, ice cream sandwiches? Huh? Milk, milk sandwiches. Milk sandwiches. But yeah, so otherwise, um, because of the impending doom of the snowpocalypse, mm-hmm. unfortunately, most of my plans, except for my classes that I had, um, got canceled. So, um, most of last week was spent helping out a friend with her deadline of getting her star healer dress done for the Sailor Moon Masquerade that happened on, uh, Saturday, I believe. Yeah, and I I haven't seen many pictures from it, so... I've seen tons of photos, um, I don't think that people are linking them directly to the Facebook page for the Sailor Moon Silver Millennium Masquerade Ball, but, um, I know a few of my friends like Apple Bunny Cosplay and, um... Oh gosh, my a few other friends who are big sailor moonies, you know, um, have been posting their their recuperated photos because a lot of them got snowed in in New York, <laughs> and all their flights were canceled, and Whoops. that sounded like a lot of fun coming back from a fun-filled weekend. But in general, it was a pretty uneventful week after um, the classes kind of cleared up. But other than that, it's just been an icy day. You know what? On a snow day like this, I can just picture Ichigo just standing there in a robe with her cup of coffee, staring out the window, watching it snow, taking a sip and go, you know what? I think I'll do some sewing. And then she goes down to the basement, and then, then you hear the Ride of the Valkyries playing. 
No, it totally was. Um, I actually have started using the hosting app Rabbit. Um, I don't know if anybody else uses it, but you can play literally anything that you are watching. I could be watching Netflix. You guys could be watching um, the British baking competition that like is my favorite thing to uh, cram in my brain right now. Um, it also is horrible because you always want to eat the sweets um, or listen to my Pandora stations with me. Um, and I can be there in my studio on video or in a chat. So I've really enjoyed Rabbit. If you decide to try it out, have a lot of fun. It's really neat because you can watch movies with your friends. If you're in long distance relationships, it's really cool. It's a really neat app. And I just found out about it last night and I've been using it ever since. <laughs> Are they paying you for that, for that, for that shilling? Hmm? No, but I because... really, really enjoy it. And I want other people to have fun too. Because if they are, I will require 50% of that for proceeds to go towards the <laughs> podcast and funds for us to go to cons and stuff, you know? Oh, no, I totally would, man. If I had money, I'd be making it rain. <laughs> Rainmaker. <laughs> yeah, okay. Ari, how was your week? How was your day? Oh, boy. You want the good stuff first or the bad stuff? Make the bad stuff as minimal as possible. Well, I'm gonna. It's gonna be pretty hard to do because it took up a big chunk of my day. Because mm -hmm. <clears throat> I was driving to work this morning. Because of course we didn't get off. Because you know, <clears throat> who cares how bad how bad the uh, roads are? Fuck you. Get up here. When you work <clears throat> but, for the you state. Hmm. When you work for the state, you know. Yeah, they're usually the first ones to say, alright, non-essential ones don't have to come in. Then no. Anyway, you know, I was as careful as I possibly could coming up, like, driving up to work, you know, doing well under the speed limit, trying really hard not to keep my car from sk from skidding and slipping all over the road. And I, I get to the last, the very last road I had to turn onto before actually getting into my uh, work's property, and I undershoot the turn and end up half in the ditch, half in, on the curb. Get. Yeah. So I have I have to leave the car that there because you know I have no have no way to push it out on my own, and I have to call a tow truck. At least you have AAA. No, I don't have AAA. Oh. I thought I could. And my boss says, you, you should have just call, like, told me about it first. I would have, you know, told you about, like, gotten someone to take it for, care for you. But, uh, I ended up getting a turn plug -in truck to come and uh, move it out. That's, you know, that's not bad. Not really. I had to pay $125, which I pretty much didn't have. Or they were going to take the, the car. And that would, no doubt, pot, compile a whole lot more fees and, uh, Charges for storing it in their, you know, parking lot or wherever they store towed cars. Gotcha, gotcha. So now I have no fucking money whatsoever between now and next week when I get paid again. So yeah, this day this day has been utter shit for me, and I don't I honestly don't know how I made it through the work day. Because this, because all the bad shit was happening like in the first hour, hour and a half to my shift. 
You'll figure out a way. That much I can tell you. I hope so. I know. Anyway, on a on Thursday, I went up to a Game Vault in a where was Marlton or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I dropped in on the Plus Two Comedies uh, new weekly podcast. They're broadcasting from there. Okay. How was that? It was fun, and well, you know, like everyone else in the store was playing Magic, so not a whole lot of people were paying attention. Well, it was still fun to listen to him. Plus, when I came in, I was asked, like, I tried talking up the uh, guy behind the counter, and the first thing he does is look at my vest and see the Masonic pin I have on it, and it turns out this guy's a Mason, too. <laughs> so, that made, that made this place, you know, a lot higher on my uh, recommendation list because of that. And I told him about, you know, our podcast and website and all that stuff. You gave him the website, and he was writing it down. He noticed he actually drew a little GNM pseudo square and compass, which made me feel good. And <clears throat> and the plus two uh, podcast, I uh, like they they on, let me get a second. Mm-hmm. They asked they asked people to like someone from the audience to play a little trivia game with them, and the, and I was the first one they talked. They asked about it, and uh, I introduced myself, and I told them, yeah, you know, I'm Arne Rockefeller, I'm with the Anime Jam session, we had our 300th episode, and they were thrilled about that. Also, I think I got us booked for a guest spot on their, on their uh, podcast a couple weeks from now. Okay, that's cool. Did they talk to you about it? Because I told them that they, I was close by, Mako-chan was somewhat close by, but not by a whole lot. But, no, no, but um, I'll get into that in, about podcast about something like podcasts like that, and probably what on housekeeping in just a bit. So, okay, cool. So yeah, that's everything for me. I have no idea what I'm gonna do next couple next couple days. So here's hoping. You got this, man. Mako Chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um. Yeah, lush. What? <laughs> so yeah, so I, I might have gone out yesterday and bought a little bit of booze. A little, Just a little bit. Um. Well, I bought myself a bottle of wine, and then my cousin bought herself two bottles of wine. And then I decided that for this weekend, since I'm not into, like, green beer and everything, since I'm doing a St. Pat's party, that I wanted a green drink. So instead of doing, you know, basic fare, I got it in my head that I wanted to do Tokyo teas. A Tokyo tea is basically a Long Island iced tea with Midori. For those of you that don't know what Long Island iced tea is, it's basically four different boozes, two different liqueurs, and it's just that. There's very little, you know, soda mixed in to a Long Island iced tea, and that's all that gives it its its color. The rest of it is just booze. So I had to buy four different boozes and two different liqueurs. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I 
ended up buying a lot of booze yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then the disappointment that we didn't get snow. It started out as snow, and then it turned to rain, and then it turned to ice, and I was very disappointed because I wanted snow. Other than that, it's been interesting. I went into Brooklyn to help Ronma out this weekend. Um, yay, Ikea chocolate. And that's about it, because my life is kind of boring now. But it really wasn't Ikea chocolate, though. No, it's actually, they're selling Italian chocolate now, which is kind of weird. I know. Yeah, I haven't tasted it yet, but we'll see. Oh, it's good. It's good. Oh, you tasted it? You mean ate it. Oh, you ate it. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so other than that, I've been cooking all day. And that's about it. Mm. I needed to clean, I needed to get things organized, and basically I sat on the couch reading and cooking. Reading smut and cooking shit? Uh, well, cooking shit and reading Harry Potter fiction, and no, it's not smart. Okay. Alright, my weekend day has been, as per the norm, you know, work here and there. Right now, I'm taking some time off from work, you know, I'm trying to refocus on some stuff so I can kind of get my life kind of reorganized and kind of back onto the playing field. But, um... Me and Mako-chan, we end up hanging out this weekend for a friend, also for two reasons. One, I needed to get new bookcases. One of them is probably going to end up going back to Ikea because I miscalculated the size of where the second bookcase was going to go. So I'm like, well, I could put it in this corner. If I put it in this corner on an angle, it would work, but it would look stupid. But if it's on an angle, it makes it easy for me to go behind the other bookcase where I'm storing all my comic books and other things. I could put it by the book by the computer here, but I don't I don't know if that's gonna fully work. So I'm still think, I'm still trying to think and figure that one out. Um, I could put it by the door, but then I realized I don't want it by the inner door. I'd rather have my display case over there. So I'm still quote-unquote agonizing figuring it out but I do have a friend who's coming to her and her boyfriend are coming to take my old coffee table and my end table so there is a possibility we'll be doing an Ikea run to return this bookcase and I've come to the conclusion nine out of ten people look for any reason to go to Ikea I don't know why but they do well Let's see what else is going on. So I went out last night and kind of sort of quote unquote stocked up for the um for the, for the quote unquote nor'easter blizzard, which turned out to be a mild snowstorm. I was shoveled out of my area and under I and I was shoveled out of my my apartment in under ten minutes. That's how that's how little snow that we got. So didn't start snowing again later, but it was very minuscule. At best. But on the plus side, one of my bookcases is up. All my anime is up. I have my plushies and Sailor, most of my Sailor Moon, some of my Sailor Moon merch up on display. So, we're good to go on that. 
And I believe that that's it from our Ireland's Weekend Days. Um, for quick housekeeping news, um, there is a, um, if you go to conventions up in the, um, not in the West Coast, but like the Northwestern Territories, there's a group called Conventional Improv. They do a lot of panels and events at conventions out there, such as KumoriCon. Um, I will be a guest on their upcoming podcast next week. So, listen out for more information on that on Anime Jam Session and on Conventional Improv. I think it's conversational or conventional. I think it's conventional. I, I don't remember. Either or Breslow will get on my ass about it either way. So, you know. Yeah. <sighs> We're going to go ahead and take our first break. And we get back. We got some pretty good news to talk and discuss. So... Let me set this up, and um, we'll be back.
was a good one. That was from uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, an anime I started watching late last night, and I'm slowly marathoning my way through it. And it's pretty good. It's like a odd variant. It reminds me of All oh My Goddess in a way. But it's, so far, it's pretty good. So, anywho, um, during my travels of the World Wide Web, I came across this one interesting article that I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about. This is in regards to, like, streaming anime, what you pay for, and so forth. Now, this is this blogger, author, same as Dyes. He made this article about Crunchyroll pretty much putting the screws to their premiums to their subscribers. Well, to be perfectly honest, I've said it plenty of times. I'm not a big fan of Crunchyroll. I will get. You don't my, say. Yeah, I do say. I will gladly get my streaming anime from Hulu. Funimation or any anybody else, if they have an exclusive to something I want to see, I'll find my own means to get my hands on it. But enough about that. So the author he talks about how he felt something was going on with the video feed quality. He pretty much is saying, long story short, is that. Premium subscribers are not getting the same video quality as opposed to those who are freemium subscribers. And by freemium, I mean those who watch it, who, who have a free subscription and deal with the ads. Okay, fine. Generally, you know, when it comes to these uh, subscription services, if you want free, you can get free, but you have to deal with commercials. Fine. If you don't want commercials and the ability to watch the show on multiple devices, you get a premium subscription. It's part of the reason why I have a premium subscription to Hulu. Yes, I can watch on mobile devices for free, but you have to pay to watch from consoles and other streaming devices. And I'd like to have that ability to sit in front of my big TV and watch anime that way. As opposed to my second big TV, which is my computer monitor is after about 30 minutes to an hour sitting in this computer chair that has become a pain in the face. So as as I'm reading as I'm going through this the writer of this article is saying that Crunchyroll started using a new encoding uh, ability of encoding stream codec about a year ago and it just made things go from um, bad to worse so you know I, I feel for the guy I, I really do I mean honestly if you are having if you have a paid subscription to a streaming site you should be able to watch it in the highest quality without any buffering or quality loss. It's one of the reasons why I have files and I won't go to cable because when cable talks about HD, it's buffered and it has this codec where it's not pure HD. You can see the pixelization of it. For something that's 1080p, it should look 1080p not 720 or 480. That that, that shit's not going to fly. 
But what is happening is that other users of Crunchyroll's site noticed this and they were like, what the hell is going on? So they try to put things together. So there's, from what I can tell, Crunchyroll is still streaming their anime for the paid subscription for the paid subscriptions at a lower bit rate, as opposed to those who have a freemium where you have to wait now 48 hours for a new episode and you're getting that same quality. Personally, I I don't think that is fair to the, to the paid membership. Some are saying maybe Crunchyroll is kind of strapped for cash. Maybe. But when you're pulling licenses here and there, that does cost a pretty penny. But how much is a Crunchyroll subscription? Like what, $9.99 a month? Um, it's either $9.99 or I think they had a two-tier one like, like um, mm-hmm. Hulu has been offering. I yeah. can't remember though because there's one where... You can get like ad free, and then there's it. It might just be a flat fee though. I feel like I researched this recently, mm-hmm. and it was something like nine ninety nine or, or ten dollars. Right. But no, it's um fourteen day free trial, and it's unlimited for six ninety five. They have their basic one now. They have the premium with the which is eleven ninety five. That's what it is. I was like, I know mm-hmm. that they had one that was closer to twelve dollars. I just can't remember why I remember that information. And the only difference between um, the, pre- the premium and the premium plus is free shipping on eligible stuff that they sell, VIP convention perks, and entries into contests and virtual and other cool stuff. I mean, forget the VIP. How often do you get to use that kind of stuff, you know? I don't know. My thing is this. Forget the VIP convention perks. If I'm paying a premium and Crunchyroll is like, we'll get you a hookup at conventions, I want a discount off my badge and two free tickets to, to, to for autographs at, at cons that you have to pay. That's what I want. Because I'm just saying, that, that that's like 50, 60 bucks I can save per convention to pay on the convention that does that. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... Pretty much, the author the author dies. He, he just wants Crunchyroll to step up, which I get. Now, depending on how they get the anime and they, and how they put it up on their stream on the servers for streaming and the codec that they use, it could it depends. Like some some of the titles that they are given may already be in a digital format where they can't go back and do any edits without without causing an issue with the original footage. So they have to deal with what they got. But I'm hoping that they figure out a way to fix this, because that's the main thing. When you're watching anime, and they tell you these different codecs you have to get, like K-Lite or 4CC or this or that, certain ones are optimized for certain devices, so it doesn't... so it uses very little overhead. Some will take up a lot... will take a lot more processing power of your machine and it can take a little more bandwidth to get it done especially if you're streaming it from one machine to another so yeah and yes Wild Spice I would definitely want two tickets to paradise as well are you helping with that and a cheeseburger if you've got one (laughs) I get it 
her, 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 her. Oh, mm. you. Oh, me. How long until Zenkaicon? <laughs> Don't on... remind me. <laughs> I still have so much work to do. Uh... A month and a week. Oh, boy. Don't I'm worry. super excited. I'm super broke. Don't worry, Ichigo. We, we had the whip ready for you. You know, make sure that you get your, get your password on. So, anywho. Okay. That's right. You're up next, Ichigo. Yay. My life is complete. Oh, You're wait. Right Do is. I get to talk about Lupin? Of course. Ooh, so fancy. Gentleman Thief. One of my faves. Ooh. But I'm gonna definitely tell you that the link takes me to an article about Yu-Gi-Oh! GX on, to air on Cartoon Network. <laughs> Which, makes I guess, no... fits Lupin Third pretty darn well. Oh, what if you copy-paste it? Uh, let me try that. We're gonna try and work some magic real quick. And... It did it to me again! I yeah, I don't know why. It, it is the link for Lupin the Third. However, so he snuck away. Here, no, it's it's gone. What? I will look up an alternative version. Okay. Um. Okay. For those who want, here we go. I'm good. I'm good. I got one. I got. I'm good. We're all good. But it did almost April Fools us. Um. Uh. So, a curry restaurant is sent to is set to launch um, on the 1st of April. Hopefully it's not an April Fool's joke. Um, it's a collaboration with Lupin III and Japan's curry house Koko Ichibanya, or Koko Ichi, which is a chain of curry restaurants, and they will be launching the collaboration on April 1st. The company recently launched a teaser website for the campaign, and restaurants throughout Japan feature the same message from the manga and anime title, anime's title character that appears on the website, which reads, Lupin's message is, I will help myself to Koko Ichi's treasure. Hmm. Lewd. Phrasing. <laughs> the note appears next to the apparent bullet hole on the website, and the teaser website also includes the English message, Don't miss it. Curry House Koko Ichibanya was founded in 1978, and the chain now has more than 1,000 restaurants in all 47 of Japan's prefectures. This year marks the company's 39th anniversary, and Monkey Punch's Loop on the Third manga is celebrating its 50th anniversary this year. And Loop on the Third's Chikemuri no Ishikawa Goemon film opened in Japan on February 4th. The franchise's anniversary celebration includes the release of a gold stamp and mook. So that's kind of cool. <sighs> well, I wouldn't mind if they opened up one of those chain um, curry restaurants around here, because, you know, it'd be nice. I mean, we have Gogo Curry, but we need more Japanese curry houses. I just tend to make my own curry. I don't know. I've never really found another curry that I like as much as my own. But a lot of mine are based on... Like, a lot of the recipes I follow tend to be based on, like, 
homemade recipes from Japan. There are a few really great bloggers online, if you're looking, um, that do home-style meals as opposed to, like, styled recipes. I would like to find a decent, like, instant curry kit, you know, to make your own home curry or a simple recipe where I can do it. I'm sure if you look online, you can find one. Yeah. Or if you want mine. I may have to ask you for yours. Now, does it work in the crock pot or no? It can. Yeah. Ooh. I've used it in a crock pot before. Ooh. Go on. Now, where did you find the article at? It wasn't off our usual sites. I had to go searching, like, in the days of old for Carmen San Diego. Yeah, if you add a number seven to the end of that link, mm -hmm. it works. The link was incomplete. Yay! Yeah, whoever pasted the link there didn't, um... Did, forgot one part of it. Oh, well. Shit happens. Move along. No harm, no foul. Yeah, that was my fault. I wouldn't yeah. That. yeah, OneNote has a tendency of doing that lately. Doing what? Just cutting off the links halfway through. like. You know, it's, it's, how, it's how the copy-pasting is done. Because when, it's, when, the, when the raw data is there, like the, the, the article and the link, sometimes it's not a full hyperlink. So I have to go recopy-paste it, and it generally fixes itself. But OneNote is a very simple thing. It's like a, it's like a dumbed down version of Word. It's like Word meets Notepad. You know, it's like hmm. a damn scrapbook. And all. But um, before we continue, um, as we were as they were looking for the article, I found a follow up that Crunchyroll is going to re-encode their entire catalog with the proper bit rate, so the so these issues won't happen again, which does make sense. So. You think anyone's going to get any kind of compensation for the drop-in service or yeah, brief? D doubt it. I mean, if people complain of the what, best they could probably give them is like a free month of service. I'm like, fuck it. six ninety five or eleven ninety five ain't going to break their banks. So, anywho, um, let's see. I believe Ari has the next article. Yep. A Godzilla anime film to stream on Netflix globally this year. Polygon Pictures' Godzilla anime film will stream globally on Netflix services here. The Japanese arm of the world's largest online streaming service will, will collaborate with Toho, Japan's largest film distributor, on a, <clears throat> on a coordinated theatrical and global streaming release. The film will star Yuki Kaji, Takahiro Sakurai, Mamoru Miyano, <clears throat> Junichi Suabe, Kana Hanazawa, and Tomokazu Sugita. Hmm. The film will have a stage event at Anime Japan 2017 on Sunday, March 26th. The six main act voice actors will appear at the event. Kobun Shizuno, who worked on Detective Conan, The Darkest Nightmare, and other Detective Conan movies, fits in the North Star The Legend of Kenshiro and The Legend of Toki, and Hiroyuki Sashida, Aijin, Knights of Sidonia, are directing the film at Polygon Pictures. Gen Urobuchi <laughs> of Pua Magi Medica Magica, Fate Zero, Psychopaths, of Nitro Plus's credit with a story and screenplay. The film's first animated film in the Godzilla franchise. 
Toho's newest Godzilla film, Shin Godzilla, also known as Godzilla Resurgence in Southeast Asia and other distrib- distribution territories, opened in, opened in Japan on July 29th. Funimation screened the film in North America in October. The film has earned 8.1 billion yen, about $70 million, and was the second highest grossing domestic film in Japan in 2016. I kind of want to see that. I gotta, find, I gotta get, get my hands on checking this film out. That sounds like it would be fun. It sounds like liquid inspiration because I'm actually making a design based on delinquent delinquent outfits based on Godzilla. So I'm really excited for some inspiration slash a show that I can sew along with because you know I'll be binging that. At least it's not the 1970s Godzilla. Or the 1996 Godzilla. What Godzilla? Exactly. Mm-hmm. There are some things in this world you don't talk about. That being one of them. So, anywho, we kick it right back over to Ichigo. Yay! So much excitement! So... Yes, because something... Because for once, Toonami is doing something good. Yeah, I mean... I know that I kept up with over five to 600 episodes of One Piece, but that was because I worked at a computer lab during college, and I really didn't have anything else to do. It's, um, it's called watching Naruto, the better anime. <laughs> oh, God, you're playing the fucking English theme, aren't you? <laughs> you goddamn right. But, yeah, so if you're not a big fan of One Piece, like I was back in my college days, Toonami's going to replace it on their show, on their channel with something a little more savory to your palate, Tokyo Ghoul, starting on the 25th of this month, March. Adult Swim's Toonami Programming Block announced on Facebook on Friday it's going to be taking the One Piece anime series off its schedule starting March 25th and start airing Tokyo Ghoul on the same day. Toonami began airing One Piece in May 2013 starting with episode 207 and the premiere garnered over 995,000 viewers. Toonami pushed back the programming block by half an hour on October 1st and now runs on Saturdays from 12 a.m. to 3.30 a.m. The programming block most recently added both Dragon Ball Super and Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn Ray 0096 to its schedule starting on January 7th. Toonami will debut Memoru Oishi and Production IG's five-part hybrid live-action CG micro-series Sand, Whale, and Me on March 18th. Alright, well, yes. we well, we all know Ichigo is the big One Piece fan around here. How do you feel about this change? You know, I actually don't mind it because they were just showing, showing the dub anyway and the dub is trash. Yeah, well, you ain't gonna see the subtitle version unless you get the Funimation channel, but that's been yeah. pulled from Variety. At least it's not the 4Kids version. Yes, <laughs> the, uh, shoot it dead, please. Yeah, no, my husband and I actually met over One Piece, so I actually really, really, it has a special place in my heart. Um, but yeah. I suppose I could give it a pass. It was At least it was some other trash anime, so. I mean, we both do like Naruto, too. BT dubs, I cosplayed Hinata, both regular and time jump, so, uh, there's that. What did you cosplay You still have to do, um, the last version. You mean, like, the one where she's married to Naruto, or what? Like At least the last Naruto the movie. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Wait, wait, when did you cosplay Hinata? Like, way back. Like, way back 
It was like my fourth or fifth costume I think I ever made, so... I do know that sometime next year I will be bringing back Shikamaru because my friend who does uh, Tamari and Tsunade, she's taking a year off of cosplay to focus on life and kind of put, put all the bricks in place. So I'm pretty much her Shikamaru and Finn from Star Wars, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. So, anywho... Hey, Mako. Yes? I think this next story might please your palate. Yeah, you have no idea how much I want to watch this now. <laughs> Subtitled. <laughs> oh, God, you're horrible. Yeah, um, so the official Japanese website of Paramount Pictures' live-action Ghost in the Shell revealed that the Japanese dub of the film is going to be done by those that did the original anime. It would make the most amount of sense. Yeah. Uh, so, um, the major, Bato and Togusa, are at least three that will be reprising the roles of their main characters. Unfortunately, there will be um, various voices cast. And then, obviously, um, it is a different voice cast from the recent anime projects, which is Ghost in the Shell Arise and the new movie. Um, yeah, so... There is a streamed Japanese subtitled trailer for the film. Um, the dub has not been fully completed yet, obviously. Mm -hmm. But as I said, I'm looking forward more to watching this subtitled and listening to the Japanese voices than actually listening to it in English. <laughs> Okay, I just got something to say. This is directed to fans of Ghost in the Shell, to everybody who is looking forward to it, and to those who are shitting on it, especially them. To those who are shitting on this film, sit down and shut the fuck up. Don't get me wrong. I hear your complaint. I hear your issues. I understand exactly where you're coming from. But remember, whenever Hollywood gets their hands on anything else, originally a video game, a comic, or hell, even an anime, the adaptation of it's going to be different. It's going to be in its own universe. It's not often that when there's an adaptation, you have fans of the series working on it. But sometimes the issue lies in the fact that when you have fans of a series working on something, they may be too much of a fan and put too much in and cause a problem. Now, to those who want to sit there and say, I'm going to boycott this movie for whatever reason, fine. You're just shooting that fandom in the foot. Because what's going to happen is, if, a, if this movie gets a low turnout, we might not see another adaptation of an anime to the big screen. And for a lot of people, 
who are fans of a particular series, that's what they want. Fine. If that's what you want, good. Then expect Hollywood to turn out more, much, much more shittier films. Because that's exactly what... Dragon Ball Evolution? Besides that. The thing is... Let me finish. Hollywood hasn't uh, come out with a decent Japanese-inspired anime movie ever. It's going to take time. Oh, did you see the uh, I Am Major generator getting turned against the uh, very movie it's being mm -hmm. used to promote? Yes, it is, but you know what? It's still giving the movie no. People are still going to go see it. And another thing that people forget, these adaptations were not meant for fans such as ourselves. These adaptations are meant for the everyday person Bullshit. who has never heard of it. You can say bullshit if, all no, you No, if a finish? fan is doing can this, I... if a fan of the series is putting this movie out and changes so much of it that fans of the series don't like it, then what the fuck are they putting the movie out for? For the non-fans because they outnumber us three to one. That's still bullshit. You may say it's bullshit, but it's true. When they're doing these, if a fan of the series is going to change the series so damn much that other fans of the series don't like it, then the fans of the series need to not even be touching the shit. But there is a reason for it. I mean, hell, half, there are fans of the Marvel films, and there were changes. And even those people said we never. They straight up said they never made these movies for the Marvel fans. They made these movies for the average moviegoer in mind. Yeah, because the Marvel cinema is nothing. It's a completely different universe than to the to the comics. They stated that. That way they had leeway. And I still say that applies here. I I don't think it does. And you know what? And I get and I respect that. I'm not going to say you're wrong. But that's how I see it's going. Looking at the, the last bunch of like adaptation films that we've seen. That's pretty much what it is. Now, and I know the big thing is people are losing their shit over the Major's name. Now, from what I understand, spoiler alert, you do find out in the movie her name is Motoko Kusanagi when she finally figures out who she is. How they're going to play that in, I don't know. But Oh, they've already said that her name's actually Mira. Yeah, but like that's a cover name. Supposedly in the film you find out her real name. The only reason why I'm still giving the live-action version mm -hmm. a chance, is mm -hmm. because the creator of it said, this is good. Right. That is mm -hmm. what I give a shit about. And if the creator of this can say, you know what, guys, yes, there are changes, but this is still a damn good movie, that gives me hope that it's going to actually be a damn good movie. When it, you get mm -hmm. the creator that doesn't even want to acknowledge that the movie exists... Then you, 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 I mean, that's that's the difference. Yeah, I know. I mean, like with Dragon Ball Evolution, I knew what they were trying to do. It was just poorly executed right off the bat. Same thing with Street Fighter. I knew what they were trying to do. It became poorly implemented. Now, but at least Street Fighter gave us some, you know, tra some transcendent moments. True, it did. I mean, what about, um, Marco, what, what's that, what's your, what's that horror game, Silent Hill? 
Didn't you feel the same way when Silent, when the first Silent Hill movie came out? I despised the Silent Hill movies. Okay. Now, but didn't the... I, no, the reason why I despise the Silent Hill movie mm-hmm. is because the director or producer stated that he had to make the protagonist a female because a male would not care about his child as much as a female would. That is why the movie, exactly. That is why the movie has a female hero, quote unquote, where the video game has a male hero, quote unquote, because he has stated that he did not feel that a male would give a shit about his child as much as a female would. But that did, is why I hate the movie. But didn't Akira Yamoka say that this was a good film, that he stood by it? I have no idea. Mm. Well, but my my reasoning isn't about mm. the film itself. It's okay. about the director and what he said. That's, you know, that's two different things. The movie itself as a movie was a good movie. But I've only watched it once and I refuse to watch it again to give them anything. Fair viewership enough. or money or anything. Fair enough, and I respect that. I mean, again, I understand where you're coming from about um, Ghost in the Shell. I get that. Oh, believe you me, if it was one of my fandoms up on the big screen and there were changes, oh, you know I'd be throwing a fit left and right, bitching left and right. And I know if you said, are you going to go see the film? Damn right I am. I imagine oh, yeah, you I, I'm, I'm, take a I'm diving definitely... lunch at the screen. I will be wa- I will be seeing the Ghost in the Shell movie. Mm-hmm. I probably will not be seeing it in theaters unless I get a discounted ticket because I'm not giving them that much fucking money. <laughs> um, but I will be seeing the movie just to see what it's like. Mm-hmm. And you know what? At that point, you know, again, it's because the creator has said, you know, it's a good movie. That is, you know, why I'm giving it as much leeway as I am. Yeah. But my it looks issue... like they do. It looks like they do that. Uh, Moto- like Makoto's a uh, fight scene in the rain, where she's invisible half the time. They seem to do that pretty well. Oh yeah, from everything that I've seen, they are reenacting various parts of the anime. They're bringing in parts from the manga, which is why I'm excited about this. I don't like ScarJo. Uh, we get that. I think that she is a horrible choice for the major, not because of whitewashing or bullshit like that. She's typecast. I don't like her acting. And I just, you know, I don't feel that she is a good actress for this. I mean, given her roles from as Black Widow and Lucy, I can see why she ended up as the major. I mean, I see it and I get that, you know. Yeah, but I mean, that's really the only reason why I have issues with this movie. I haven't had anything else really bad to say about the movie. I just don't like ScarJo. And that is going to, unfortunately, put a damper on my enthusiasm for the movie. Mm. And you know, and the sad part is, a lot of anime films going to the big screen, unless you could pull it up, there will be a lot of whitewashing in it. I mean... And you know what? Yeah. I get that. Me the too. thing is, if you go and have a movie done in Japan, they're going to be using Japanese actors. Mm-hmm. If you're going to go and have a movie done in India, they're going to be using Indian actors. Hang on. When I'm you trying, have a I'm movie done a... in Hollywood, Hollywood is in America. 
they're going to be using English actors. Even though... And, you know, I get it. I get it. There are, you know, there are black actors out there. There are Japanese, you know, Asian actors out there that are coming from America. But at the same time, you know, they aren't going to go necessarily and get a Japanese actress and transport her into an English film... Because, you know, just because they need somebody that's Asian. Do oh. I think that they could have brought in, you know, an Asian actress to do this? An Asian American actress? Yes, I do. But all of these people bitching and complaining that they aren't bringing in, you know, actors from Japan or from China. This is an American production. Why do they have to go and get actors from Japan? Because of the names of the characters, which are Japanese-esque, which I get. Now, here's my... No, they can use Asian-American actors. That too. There are people literally bitching that they are not going to Japan and getting actors. That is what boggles my mind. It boggles my mind as well. Now, my thing is this. Let's say if Ghost in the Shell was a lot more popular and well-known, such as a Marvel or a DC franchise, I'm just saying they could have made that whole movie 100% Japanese and nobody would have cared. Because at that point, because of the popularity, people know the characters, people know the story, this, this, and that. All you have to do is fill it in. When it's a, when it's, um, a franchise that that's niche. You got to put na- names in there to get people get butts and seats. You know. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And that's something people are not getting or understanding. Because I bet you this: if some way they do a live action Sailor Moon film, I guarantee you that whole team is going to be full of mixed races. If they did a live-action Sailor Moon film... They'd probably go back to the English dub names. No. No, If they did a live-action Sailor Moon film, the fans would bitch so much it would never be produced. Example, Akira. Yeah. Now, I'm just saying, they would probably be mixed, but I best... And, you know, there would be some... Okay, I'll let it slide, I'll let it slide. I guarantee you, if they don't name, if the main character is not Usagi Tsukino or some or a Japanese school a girl, oh, you know, Hollywood's they're gonna riot and burn Hollywood to the motherfucking ground. That's a given. The thing is, they wouldn't be able to do Sailor Moon and do it right. They would have to change so much to do Sailor Moon that it would no longer be Sailor Moon. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna they... stop everything right there because. If you guys have seen the American rendition of Sailor Moon back in the 80s and 90s, when it was first coming about, like, okay, we know that America just doesn't do it good. Like, we just know it, they doesn't, it, it doesn't turn out well. Like, they put it in a microwave oven, they let it melt a little bit until it's, like, not looking too hot, and then they take it out and put it on TV. Have you well, I mean, that's, wait, wait. that's what happened with Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're all, like, the in, the American version of Power Rangers, they're all supposed to be in high school. They had to get, you know, 20 and 30-something-year-olds because of, you know, 
time restrictions on people that age and working, which is why they would never be able to shoot 14-year-olds like that. Inclu- including fighting. Hell, that's what happened to Justin and Turbo. They, uh, like when he morphed, he became you know adult-sized, and so there was an adult stunt, stunt person in a suit. Same thing when they did the whole alien range when they were pint size. I mean, I mean, you could do a live action. I mean, I saw that two-hour fan film, and believe you me, I could write a diatribe on where they went wrong and what they should have done in order to get it right. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on Vognetwork.com, use the passphrase flute. Wait, which yeah, film was this? the fan film was done by adults. Mm-hmm. Looking wait, wait, at that, you would not be able to say they're 14-year-olds. True. That's what I'm saying. True. Too much would have to change to be able to do it in a way that they're not going to have time constraints. They're not going to have, you know, kids beating up on each other. They're going to have to age all of them. Or they would film and it. it's going to completely try, like... What was the name it, of the film? It's, 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 I, I think it's live action. live action. It was all filmed over on 14th Street near Union Square. But I, I thought it was. I thought you were talking about live action Power Rangers, uh, not the one coming out in theaters. Something no, else. No, I, I'm not even looking forward to that because again, because that, if it was Power slash Rangers, that's like it's a parody. You mean Power Givers? I already know that that movie was not meant for the fans like us. That movie was meant for the newer generation coming in, and they can have it, that. Also, it was a uh, it was a parody. It wasn't meant to be taken as an actual Power Rangers film. Uh, yeah, the new right. Power Rangers film that's out, I get it's not for us. They are completely rebooting everything, except that all the shit that comes over for Power Rangers is from Japan and is nothing like what's being rebooted. Mm-hmm. So unless America is going to be completely redoing all of Power Rangers now and not using Japanese stock footage, they they've won't. shot themselves in the foot. Oh, by the way, all 23 seasons of, uh, of Power Rangers are being, is currently being streamed on Twitch TV. Mm. I watched the history of Power Rangers that Linkara had put out and he gave some really good insight on the whole series, and there were some seasons that I hadn't seen that I actually kind of want to check out because he made them sound really interesting. Pretty much. Yeah, and I think the last one I remember seeing in any significant way was uh, SPD. Now, to answer Dr. Tetsuya's question in the chat room at live.bugnetwork.com about the plans for the Saban version, multiracial, yeah, it was. That, that, that was the plan. And you're right, Ari. Ami was in a wheelchair, and Lita was black. And which, not for nothing, if one of them was going to be black, it would be her. Fair enough. Because stereotyping. Of course. Oh. Yeah. So, are we done? Are we done beating this horse? Please. Because so. I want to talk about. One of my fandoms right now. Okay, can I do that? Sure. Yeah, sure. Let's just get away from this. Awesome. It's not one of my big fandoms, but I am a fan of it, and it's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And I want to talk about an article here where 
Um, the creator of the series, uh, Hirohiko Araki, speaks about the upcoming um, theatrical film. And I'm kind of surprised that the theatrical film is based off of part four, Diamond is Unbreakable. But on the same token, that's the current uh, chapter slash anime season that just aired in Japan. So, I, I get that. But, it's going to be a series of movies. And if you've seen all 39 plus episodes, you can understand why that's going to be a series. Now, there was a special TV interview with Hirohiko Araki and Shosuke Tanihara. And if I'm not mistaken, he plays um, Josuke Hisagaya, I believe. Don't hold me to that. I think that was him. Now, the actor, Tanihara, uh, he talks about how the series could have been... He talks about how, how good the series is, in a nutshell, pretty much. And he compares it to a prior film that he worked on called Bow the Visitor. And then he compares it to the first two parts of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, which is Phantom Blood and Battle Tendency, in which the depictions of the vampires from part one and the pillar men from part two. Now, if you keep following along, Stardust Crusaders, and the introduction to Stands, where, which is prob which is noted in chapter in parts three, four, and five. If you trust me, if you haven't gotten to the manga yet, get to it. It's there in part five. I believe that's called Venture Ariel, JoJo in Italy. Hey, I'm all for that. So, anywho, as he as he says, at the start of JoJo, I was focused on the body, but as time went on. I began feeling the heart, the darkness inside people, and it was truly scary, as Araki says in regards to Stardust Crusaders. He says, the idea of stands came from the idea of to try to draw the heart and soul. If you could probably depict what couldn't be seen in his drawings, it'd be very fitting for the manga. Alright, that's kind of cool. Now, when it comes to the favorite characters, Tiny Hara noticed that his favorite character is Iggy, and he talked about, you know, the passing of that character, and Iggy went down fighting like a champ. Can't take that away. And Araki expressed regret on killing off Iggy and wanting the character to survive, but he n said that the story itself dictated the death and he had no control over, which I get. If you're writing a story, and as you play it out, you do realize some characters that get killed, that get hurt, may have to die. You can't just be, oh, I'm going to keep this one going. It'll kind of kill how things are going. And he says, if you force the story, something breaks. It would feel like I'd have sold my soul for the story. And I didn't want to say this, but I didn't like having characters that died coming back to life. It's fine if they faked it, but I don't like seeing a character literally die and they get resurrected. So this guy wouldn't like Dragon Ball Z, in other words. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to reference that. But yeah, remember, the difference is that Akira Toyama was trying to end the series after every arc. Or at the very least, you know, do a multi-generational thing and make Gohan the new protagonist. Mm. 
And they just kept beating him and beating him with the nerf bet. Yes. Then they nerfed him down to what? Yamcha? Wait, that was GT. Never mind. (laughs) We don't talk about GT. That's been retconned because of Super, okay? As in it doesn't exist. Exactly. Now, Araki says, in regards to the upcoming movie, which is an adaptation of Diamond is Unbreakable, he, he's both worried and excited. He's He wonders if they would properly depict the stands, and he wonders if the, actors, if the actors would be able to portray the atmosphere properly. As for this article, Japan has a spy track record at best when it comes to live-action adaptations. Well, that's true, but... Japan has a it has a better track record than America. I mean, yeah, the Attack on Titan films weren't all that good, but goddamn, if Kenshin wasn't fucking amazing, or some of the other films that have come out come out of Japan. I mean, I'm actually hyped for Full Metal Alchemist. I know that Warner Brothers is gonna do a damn good job on that. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward more to the Japanese ones, obviously. A lot of people had issues with the Attack on Titan movie, um, but I think again that's because so much of it was changed from the original storyline. I'm actually looking forward to live action JoJo because while the story is good and I've heard amazing things from it, I can't get past the animation to enjoy it. Well, I mean, I think if you get past part one, I think you would enjoy parts two, three, and four. Well, it's again, it's not the story. I have a feeling no. I would really enjoy oh, the no, story. No, I animation. don't like the animation. That's what I'm saying, animation, because each part, t- they, they did the animation style similar to what, uh, when it, when the manga came out, which I get. Yeah, no, it's still, it's still not an animation style that I can actually sit and enjoy. Okay. Oh, yeah, let me make this quick uh, correction. The, uh, the actor... Shosuke Tanehara. He's not in the film, but he's actually giving the interview with Hirohiko Araki. My mistake. So, anywho, Araki did note his surprise when he saw the photos of the various actors in costumes. He says, It's surprising to see them so similar to the source material. I think it's wonderful. As he compares Kento Yamazaki as Josuke. And I've seen, and I'm looking at, in comparison to live action and anime, the only difference is the inner shirt that Josuke wears. But as you watch the episodes, that shirt does change. I mean, I'm also looking at um, one of the characters. I cannot remember his name. The, the short character. I know his hair is different. And as for Jotaro, the only difference really is that his jacket has buttons on it. And in the anime, there are no buttons on the jacket. And Araki says maybe he should use Kento Yamazaki as a model when he does when he draws. Hey, if that works for you, go for it. And the the live action movie JoJo's Bizarre Adventure: Diamond Is Unbreakable Chapter One is scheduled to hit theaters in Japan on August fourth. There is currently no word on a Western release, but I have a feeling we could see this happening coming out in the states. I mean. As I was told, you know, since Viz is the one that has the rights to the anime and the manga, I mean, they have done um, Sailor Moon in theaters, and that's been that's been a resounding hit. I believe if they do a couple more, there'll be successes as well. So, 
I would love to see um, a live action JoJo in theaters. There'll be so many spoilers. It'll be oh so good. So anywho, we're going to go ahead and open the, the Skype line. So <clears throat> if you have any questions about tonight's show, you have any questions for us, give us a buzz at Anime Jam Session. Um, due to time constraints, all calls are left or cut to two minutes. And now that while that's up and running, we're going to run through uh, strange news from Japan. And I just got one thing to say, Mako-chan. Hmm. What the fuck? Yep. Christ. Who wants to take yep. the first one? I'll take the first one. Of course you would. Well, it was there. Like a finger. Yeah. Pointing in your face. Yeah. Or poking your shoulder. Objection! <laughs> so, since August of 2016, uh, Inage Station in Chiba City has been under siege by a man assaulting junior and senior high school boys by suddenly inserting his finger into their mouths. The fuck? Yep. In each of the eight reported cases so far, the man has said to stop students on their way home between 7 and 9 p.m. He would ask them a question like, where is the station? And at some point during the conversation, jam his finger into their mouths. After a moment, he would then speed off on a bicycle. Um, some of the readers of the news online have said, that is one expert level pervert. That's creepy. Um, I guess I would try to bite it, but then again, I would be afraid of what would happen after I bit it. Uh, it's like some kind of yokai. Oh yeah, I'm sure if he was handsome, those guys wouldn't have complained. He is a whole different breed of pervert. And I would be too surprised to even react if that happened to me. And one person even says, maybe he was picking his ass first before this. he stops an unfortunate victim. Ah! Ew. Anyway, although there are... Yeah, although there are no reports of injury or attempted abduction, uh, the police are reminding everybody to stay alert. The attacker is described as a young man, about 5 feet 7 inches tall, with short black hair, which narrows the possible suspects down to about 87% of the young men in the area. So, yeah. Can we move on? Yes. Yes, we can. I think this was right up your alley, Ari. Okay. Enjoy sake with Ikebana with, with this English-friendly event series. It's not getting drunk, it's getting cultured. Also drunk. <laughs> <clears throat> like chocolate and peanut butter, sometimes two great things are even better when you enjoy them together. Turn out the same is true for Japanese sake and the ancient art of Ikebana flower arranging. <clears throat> At this, there's this event called Sake with Flower. The event series is in the brainchild of sake coordinator Akiko Shibata and artist Akane Kawaguchi, who met by chance in a bar and started discussing how they could promote new ways of enjoying sake. 
Inspired by traditional cultural events like Sukumi, moon viewing, and Hanami, which is cherry blossom viewing, it's time to find a fun way to marry Sake, Ikebana, and the beauty of a spring night. They born and talented Ikebana artist Sayaka Toyoshima, who makes a performance of Ikebana creation to help audiences understand the creative process behind it. And barely five weeks from Shibata and Kawaguchi's first meeting, the three held the first Sake with Flower evening event on uh, March 4th at the Earthen Cafe Bar in Tokyo's Kiba neighborhood. For the event, Shibata featured sake from Ichinokura, a brewer, a brewer from Miyagi, choosing some interesting var- varieties to showcase the vast possibilities provided by the base ingredients of white rice, water, yeast, and koji mold. The first was Watatashi Ono, a light, easy-to-drink sake with just 12% alcohol, a bit less than your average wine. For sake beginners, this one goes down smooth. Uh, let's see. Uh, move on a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in between rounds of the sake, Toyoshimi treated us to Ikebana demonstrations. First, by completing an arrangement on her own using a bundle of plum branches. By candlelight, she wrestled the recalcitrant bunch of McBowls into a delicate spray. <clears throat> there was a fair bit of breaking wood across her kimono knees, forceful bending of branches in the just right angle, and ruthless wielding of shears. Still in the dim light with like 20 people or so watching and sipping sake, it was peaceful and meditative. <clears throat> and let's see, I got a couple of uh, pictures of the collaboration pieces, which all look pretty nice. Uh, the series is evolving, but organizers say they're hoping to hold a sake and flower evening to ring in each season this year. And if you're interested in attending, shoot them a mail on Facebook or to let them know and keep your eyes on their websites. So, it sounds like something I would want to go to. Same here. Where do I sign? That's all I gotta say. Mm. <laughs> all right, Ichigo. Yay! Cause I love playing dating simulators. They're so much fun. Actually, I do. Um, Hatsupo Boyfriend is still on my um, on my Steam, and I still play it fairly regularly. I've gotten two more endings. Yay! I need to add you to so, my Steam list. <laughs> it's actually uh, through my husband's, because I don't play enough games, but he downloads games for me like Undertale and um, Hatsupo Boyfriend and things like that. So it's been very cool. He plays fi- more games than I do. You need to find yourself a copy of... Um... Of Tokimeki Memorial and play that with, with the English patch. I've heard good things about that. Mm. Alright. But if you have a YouTube bay, uh, I don't, but that's because I'm married to a real-life human being, you can try your hand at this dating simulator that lets you romance real-life YouTube celebrities. It's a sign of the times as romance sim video games hold up YouTube video makers as dreamy potential boyfriends. It's no secret that romance simulator video games generally succeed by providing their target audience with an idealized version of courtship. As such, the handsome male leads of dating sims for women generally tend to have some sort of dynamically authoritative or passionately artistic career. Company presidents, pop stars, samurai, and even chefs regularly show up as possible romantic prizes. 
but the upcoming 90 Days of Love with You, or Yukoi, to use its abbreviated Japanese title, is a shining spotlight on the heretofore uncelebrated line of work for a dating sim, YouTube video personalities. <laughs> the player takes the role of a young woman who one day has a chance encounter with one of a number of YouTubers. The meeting leads to a job as the internet celebrity's assistant with the following three conditions. Oh, God. Oh, God! The assistant agrees to provide comprehensive assistance in video production, including daily lifestyle support. The assistant agrees to serve in the position for three months. Romance between the assistant and the YouTuber is forbidden, obviously. Though that last rule sounds like it would negate the whole point of the dating simulator, the three-month term of contract means there's just enough time for some forbidden love or romantic tension to build before the player is free to have her happy ending. And while YouTubers may not have the same high-flying cash as more orthodox dating simulator character professions, as the online entertainment industry grows, making internet videos is being seen as an increasingly attractive field to work in. As an additional surprise, the game features anime-style representations of the actual human YouTubers, Hajime Shacho, Avantis, Pocky, and the Charisma Brothers, who have built up sizable fan bases for their comedy and video game streaming videos. The extra bit of real-life appeal gives 90 Days of Love with You something other than dating sims don't offer, and should help it stand out when the free-to-play game is released for iOS and Android devices later this spring. Although, hopefully, the developers remember not to make their artwork too realistic. Oh, boy. You know, when I first heard, like, when I skimmed through it first, I immediately thought, oh, God, they're not gonna do versions of, like, like YouTubers from like Europe or uh, you know America or something like that, are they? No, because PewDiePie ruined it for everyone. Well, oh, yeah, I, I can just imagine you get like through like two days of PewDiePie screaming at the top of his lungs, and you just want to you know, smash his face <laughs> in with a brick. <laughs> I mean, I imagine that a lot of it has to do with licensing. It's a lot harder to get foreign license foreign licensing on things, whereas. They have all the contract and stuff worked out with the Japanese YouTubers pretty easily, more easily anyway, um, because they're not having to license the image of a foreigner. They're licensing the image of a native. So I think I think when they're working within, when you're working within your own country, it's a little bit easier paperwork wise because there's not a lot of mistranslation. There's not a lot of, you know, uh, politics, dealing with politics and all that other fun stuff. Pretty much. All right, and now well, I will take this last story here because this was something I would probably do if I was that hangry, you know, especially if it was good curry. Because it seems that a hangry teen was arrested for setting fire to buildings because the curry shop was closed. You heard me. The curry shop was closed. You not you're not you when you're hangry. Eat some curry. <laughs> Funny you should mention that. I'll tell you about that later. No, <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> In the early mornings of January second, 
four suspicious fires broke out consecutively in a neighborhood of Higashi, Osaka City. Investigators announced that this past Tuesday that they found and arrested a suspect in relation to at least two of the fires, a 16-year-old boy who works part-time within that prefecture. In regards to one of the fires, the boy states, I went to eat some curry, but the restaurant was closed. I got angry and I used my lighter to start a fire. Well, at least he was honest about it. One fire was started at a car dealership where a street-side banner was set ablaze. Then about 10 minutes later, the suspect set fire to the restaurant's storehouse located south of the dealership. It burned up parts of the storehouse and nearby burning residences. Luckily, nobody was injured. Two other fires were also reported at nearby compl apartment complexes where a bicycle and a garbage was set on fire. Security cameras show a person resembling that of the 16-year-old suspect. Reactions to the news have been quite interesting, to say the least. Such as, but you can't, but can't you just eat curry just about anywhere? I remember going home once because the curry was too spicy. Curry is delicious, isn't it? Something must be wrong with him. Getting that upset over curry? Who are you, Yoshiki? Well, I, the best, you know, honestly, we, we've, ha we've had those, those moments of hangry rage. And we can certainly appreciate the feeling of utter disappointment at discovering a restaurant of choices are open for business, but it's always best to have so, the sense to buck up and find the next best place, or else you'll end up enjoy, trying to enjoy the taste of prison food. I mean, Friday, I was really hankering for some White Castle. I actually went online to see if I could find somebody that would deliver me some a sack of 10. I, I saw you post about that. Yes. I was like, well, if I was local... <laughs> I could not find anybody that was local to deliver, not even Postmates. So, I had to wait for Mako-chan to get, uh, get, the, get those tasty burgers, and they were damn worth it. Now, now, in reference earlier to you, Ichigo, about, that, about Snickers and being hungry and being homicidal. Yes. Years ago. I did a skit where I used that damn commercial. Pretty much, it was like this. Um, all, right. all right, it was a Ron Mobile half skit, and Ryu, it was me. It was Ryunazaki, Ryoga, and a third person. Pretty much, Rinozaki was running around trying to find Ranma and could not find him. Ryoga was walking around trying to find Ranma, could not find it, and they were bitching about it. So my roommate at the time went up on, on stage and says, Can't find what you're looking for? Loss of direction? Have a Snickers. The entire audience lost their proverbial shit after that. No way. Yes way. We didn't win anything, but that shit was fucking funny. And one of my friends at the time, at the time, could not believe I was able to bring pop culture like that onto the stage. This just proves that the fandom does watch television besides anime. You know. All right. It's late. It's about that time. It's time to wrap shit up. So 
we will be back. And who is typing at Wolf Factor 12 over there? Not me. Sure as hell ain't me. Wait, what? Who was typing at Warp Factor 12? Oh, that was me. Of course it was you. <laughs> just, ima just imagine how that would sound on a mechanical keyboard. Yeah, soon. Oh, Lord. Well, yeah, we'll be back.
Tell a friend, they try to tell another friend, and so forth. We're independent bloggers, we're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if you have any questions about the show, just drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post our links to our convention photos, uh, our convention videos, con. <clears throat> Cosplay review tutorials, anime reviews, convention reviews, and a whole lot more. Stump, stuff goes on different days. Always stay tuned to the site for cool content. And don't forget, we always post our podcast on Fridays. And our podcast is also available not just on AnimeJamSession.com. You can also find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and the VOG Network forums. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, where we post all of our convention videos. I know there hasn't been any fresh content up there in a while, but trust me, there's some coming down, coming rolling in, so be on the lookout for that. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here for updates on our website, uh, conventions we're going to, when we're podcasting, and other cool stuff. Facebook, facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Definitely like us and follow us there for updates on podcasts, videos, photos, and so much more. And to all of our fans who like our different social media outlets, thank you so much. We appreciate your likes and follows and your subscriptions. And as long as you keep those up, we'll always bring you more content. And as always, we're here on the VOG Network twice a week. We're here live Thursdays at 9.30 p.m. with Encore Presentations at 2 p.m. on Thursdays, both Eastern Standard Time. But there are plenty of other geek-centric podcasts here on the VOG Network. We have the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwell Show, Orange Dance Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pop Culture, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wild, and Ranger Pride, and Game Boy. So now we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. Oh, God, I don't know what I'm going to do anymore. Mako. I'm gonna have a brownie and then take a shower. Ichigo. I'm gonna have a piece of pie and get right back to work. Oh, what kind of pie is it? Uh, I have a choice of another slice of Hershey's chocolate pie or a, a slice of lemon meringue pie, and I'll probably do the lemon meringue. Oh, okay. <laughs> My last words is I think I'm going to move all the games to one section and kind of continue this bit of organization I got going here. It's a bootleg feng shui, but it'll work. <laughs> that is it. End of list. We are done. We will be back next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session. So, I think that is it. Um, I'm Ranma. 
I'm Ari. I'm Makachan. And I'm Ichigo Gami. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye bye. Say good night, Makachan. Good night, Makachan. That wasn't so bad. We're out of here. Good night, y'all. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressed on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!